when they talk about Jalen Hurts, you know, you know what's so special about him? Most niggas be saying dumb shit like he's a winner. What the fuck does that mean? When I know about Pat Mahomes, I know that nigga can launch missiles. Lamar Jackson, he's starting to play quarterbacky, whatever the fuck that means. The only thing we talk about with Jalen Hurts is he's a winner in that touch push. That's the only thing niggas be talking about. We might just get hit with the and our special guest. Yo, my name is Jesse. JM Sports Factory is my mm. channel. Come check me out. I got a lot of funny sports takes. I'm excited to be on here, man. Hey, I'm ready to get in, man. Let's get it, bro. Hey, man. We need, we need, a, we need a, why gush? We need a round of applause. Why gush? <laughs> hey, man, look. We good? Hey. All right, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> gush shots out of black, man. Hey, I'm trying to get it off like John, nigga. John Wick, baby. Come on, mm. come on. You the you the worst type of naysayer, bro. Word. You the worst type. of That naysayer. might be the worst hot take no. even after you said, bro. Hey, you know, hey, you know, you, you know what, you know what I think about when I think about you, Jax. This this is the first thing I think about right here. Quinn Grimes, like he can't get three threes up, almost six threes up. Like he doesn't dribble in at all. He doesn't have any free throws on the season. Mm. He doesn't have any assists to feel like, but he mm. getting threes mm. up. Mm. Come on now. He was cooking him too. I don't That's know why he was just cooking that man. Like it's, that. it's just the stuff. We, it's just the stuff we can't have, Jax. This is this is crazy. This is a new year. This is a what new did, year, Jax. What did I do that was wrong? This is a new Not year. a damn thing. Hating on your co-host is crazy. <laughs> Hating on your co. Get, hey. Yeah. Hey. Why would I hate on another naysayer? Speaking of, um, I did have, for people that don't know about the naysayer um, clip, um, I don't know if you even have it up, but I mean, it, it does it does no justice to listen to it. I don't know. It's just, it's just something that you just had to be there for. I wanted to know, was that the best clip of 2023 from a sports commentating standpoint? Was, was that the funniest shit? That happened this year. It happened 2024. Well, let's let's talk about season though. Like this 2023 yeah, 24 season. Gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. I think so. I mean, I, I thought you were gonna say something else. I think that'd I, been crazy to see on TV too. That'd be crazy to see. I, I thought you were gonna say something else. I don't know if I'd agree. It's up there. It's like two. I think I it's funny, but people is it's gonna get ran into the ground, but like it's still <laughs> funny because just just like the way the way uh, who Desmond Howard and the other black yeah. guy, I can't remember his name. They was just dying. That's what made it funny <laughs> to me. And then you look at Kurt Herbstreit on the end. He don't know what's going on. He just <laughs> he doesn't know what the joke is about. Yeah. I think that's hilarious. Now I'll say because I have another clip in such high regard, it's just hard for me to put that one over. And that is the um, it was the Marcus Spears. Um ah, uh, what's that nigga's name? Uh, Tim Tebow. It was like they were talking about fades. They were oh, talking about the haircut thing. And um someone was just like, yo, what, what what do you tell them? You know, what do you tell them? Leave the sides? And it was like that bald head ass nigga with with the Uncle Phil kind of lineup. And that nigga Marcus Spears was dying in laughter. I was rem I was rem reminded of that clip and I was like, you know. Ah, it's hard. Look, let a let a naysayer know. Hey, should we naysayer. should we compare the clips? We could. Yeah. Yeah. Let's I, got, I got I got both of them. Right oh, that's here. a bit. 
Let go. go. All right, let me start it over. This is Wait. the naysayer clip. Jalen Milrow often wears his own branded apparel reading LANK across the front. It's an acronym that stands for Let a Naysayer Know. Being told by his former offensive coordinator, that Bill O'Brien. That is not what I thought. Is that not what you thought? Boy, let a naysayer know. Let a naysayer know. Of course. The professional's right in the middle of his lead. That's all right. I just keep I thought going. you almost lost me. Yeah. <laughs> Real tight up here, as you were. I was watching. <laughs> 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 I thought it was going down. I thought it was going down out here. Oh! You know what I'm doing, man? Oh, sorry about it. Let a naysayer know. Let a naysayer know. That's what we thought the whole time. That's what we all thought. That's, Just, that's good. Now it makes it even funnier. Like the guy that's actually saying it, he's still like drawing a blank stare. Nigga, it's crazy. <laughs> I think he knew though. I think he knew. He just he said he uh, just he, the way he said nah. <laughs> it sounded. <laughs> I, I heard. I felt the I before that a. I don't oh know. I felt mm, that. Really, you heard that? That's funny. You it's like that. a nah. All right, I know what you're trying to do, bro. All right, now here's the leave the sides clue. He's gonna change it up. He's more product than anybody. When you and Tim go get your hair done, how you, what y'all tell them? Like to the left or the right? No, I tell them go. I tell them go number two all the way up to a fade and just give me a faux hawk, man. <laughs> A fuck, bro. Number two. Hey, Paul, yeah. Paul, what are you telling me? I mean, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, 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 like white people haircuts are just so like I feel like it's just a completely different world of just like yeah. a way of living. Like I would like how do you go to the barber and just you point at any of the, any any of those cuts they have? How you just go to somebody and be like, let me get this? Like I don't. They order it like they order like any kind of sandwich, bro. Give me the number six. That's that's a crazy thing to ask for. Y'all never done that. Right? Y'all never looked at like the poster and saw I want number seven. I want the number eight. You never done that before. Huh? Never. Like man. you do that when you like a little kid though, and you don't know haircuts, and then you be like, "Oh, can I get this?" And then like your dad, he slap you on the head and be like, "Give him a ball fade." <laughs> oh like, God! Hey, that, <laughs> that's what. It is. Hey, this nigga speaking my ministry right here, bro. <laughs> I don't know what he's like. Hey, I don't know what that nigga just said. You giving that nigga a ball fade? Are you not getting a mohawk? Like what? Ball fade. Yeah. Give me the little lo- no ball fade. I had a ball face. I was like 12, 13. But honestly, I don't know because I feel like it hits a little different understanding when these white people are saying naysayers. So now I, hear, I see people on Twitter talking about let a naysayer know. Uh, yeah. And I'm just like, it's just, a, it's just a replacement word for you. You finna drive that to the ground. Now I really want to know. Now you really finna find, now you really trying to get off what you trying to get off for real. But we can't be mad now because you're not really saying the word for real. He would have been. They was gonna get. They was gonna get the word off no matter what. They was yeah, gonna find, but like they gonna find them a substitute for the word no matter what. So it don't even matter. Naysayer. So you think in rap songs they gonna start saying naysayers? Is that they, that's what you think? 
They still gonna say nigga. They gonna say nigga in the song. They gonna they gonna say what they gonna say, but it be it be it be hey it be so funny how quick they use that next shade like. You um did y'all see that boondocks uh the boondocks meme that they put? He was like naysayer. Yeah, can you lend a naysayer a pencil? Yeah, it's getting crazy. Ultimately, I don't know. Something about that leave the sides to give me every time. Not gonna lie. I don't know how like this market. I hope I don't go bald, but like if I do, like I'm never gonna have a George Jefferson. I'm gonna just take it like it's all gone, bro. I'm never gonna like. I don't told, get why people like they look ridiculous. Who bro. told who told niggas that shit was cool to have? I mean, <laughs> like, I, just go finish finish no, the job, bro. It's like, halfway done, bro. bro like, rest in peace to George Jefferson, Uncle Phil, all the all time greats. But who told y'all this, this was the way to go? Especially hey, when you have a beard, I guess. And you have go a beard. Ahead. Most bald people with beards, like, hey man, they able to get their shit off. I don't know why. It's true. I don't even know, man. They say it, man. I don't know. But that, but that was all cool and stuff for the jokes. But this is a podcast, and this is a sports podcast. Mm. It's a serious sports podcast. No, it's not. So mm. we need to talk about. <laughs> so we need to talk about some serious sports, and we need to talk about the college football playoffs and how. I guess I was wrong. I thought I thought Alabama was going to run through Michigan. Mm. Never mind. Never fucking mind. Mm. But what was you guys' reaction? Well, if you guys don't know, um, college football playoffs happened. Uh, Michigan, they're ranked number one. They beat Alabama. And then Washington, they beat Texas. Both games were amazing. But what do you guys sort of reaction to everything that happened on uh, the first? Well, with me, the um, the Alabama game, I didn't watch too much of that game. I watched the Texas game because uh, I'm in Austin, so like Texas is big. The, you know, I'm like 30 yeah. minutes away from the University of Texas, so I'm, I'm rooting for Texas. Um, and you know, Washington got great. I, I love the quarterback from Washington, Michael Penix. He a real um, naysayer. Pass- real, he, real, real, real naysayer. He, he real though. He, that's my God. man though. My man was. <laughs> My man was shouting out people at the interview. I'm like, yo, that's my man, boy. Um, he went from a professional to like hood. It was beautiful, but I love that. Um, so I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him in the championship game. But I wanted to t- I wanted Texas to win just for like me. I'm in Texas. I want to see the hype yeah. in Austin and all. But uh, it was a close game. I, you know, at first, I, Washington definitely in my mind was going to win. And then Texas got the ball back with like, I think with like a minute or something. Went down mm-hmm. the field, like a 12-yard line. I was like, oh, snap. You know, I'm... Is this going to happen? Is miracles? Is this really going to happen? I think the DB made a hell of a play. That was a, good, that was a great play. That was an absolute great play. Hell of a play. That's a play that gets you drafted. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. an amazing play. I, I was like, I wanted Texas to win. When I saw that, I was like, you know what? They got it. That's that's fine. That's too good of a play. Washington, okay. you got it. You know, so, you know, I was excited to see Washington, um, you know, win after, especially after that happened. But, yeah, that's, that's my uh, – I think the best teams were in it. That's why I'll tell you. I think the best four teams were actually mm. in it. Um, Florida State got destroyed by University of Georgia, so no one can talk about Florida State. I'm sorry. It's, they just weren't. They shouldn't have been in there. Um, but, yeah, I just think those four teams deserve to be in there, and they put on a hell of a show. Hopefully the championship game is the best out of all of them. Um, yeah, the first reaction I had as I was at work watching this, the college football playoff committee got it right. That's the first thing that came mm. to my mind. Like, y'all got it right. Well, at least y'all got it right with FSU. Because the yeah, niggas F- had... FSU didn't deserve to be in I don't give a fuck like, what them little fans... Yeah, I don't care yeah. about them little ass fans. I don't care about it being fair. 
I don't care about uh, Booger McFarlane talking about what happened to the game. I, I don't care about the game you love, Booger. Like, it's it, it's all about money. It's all about entertainment. If it wasn't for T, I'm, you know, TCU was a blessing and a curse. TCU <laughs> fucking up like they did yeah. last year mm. was fucking embarrassing, and I was bored as hell as I watched Georgia football eat real-life chicken wings during the third quarter because the game was wrapped. But it was a blessing because we now realize that shit will never happen again. We will never just do things off of the strength of, oh, they got undefeated. No, we're putting the best teams in here. I don't don't care that you won out. If you do not have your best players available, if things are not going, it does not fucking matter. Don't want to see Cincinnati get their ass whooped. I'm tired of seeing UCF <laughs> talk about they need to be in the playoffs when they don't, they can't light a candle to these niggas. So had I known the games was going to go like this, I would have just had Texas and Alabama face each other in New Orleans um, just so I could see it again. Um, That's real. That's real. And yeah. I thought had, that was going to be yeah. the championship. And, like, had I known they was going to get bounced in the first round, I would have just had one of them just face them off in New Orleans. That would have been cool. And then Michigan um, versus um, Washington and, and Roof of Michael Penix. It didn't happen that way. Uh, Michigan defense, um, these niggas hit hard as fuck. I had no, like, Michigan, I was, I was <laughs> unfamiliar with your game. Oh, but, like, watching it, <laughs> it made me think of, like, I don't know if y'all well, I mean y'all know Harbaugh. He he used to coach for the 49ers or whatever. And yeah. watching them, like the 49ers back then, they just hit niggas hard. Like I'll be in like well, mm. was like in middle school or whatever when that happened. Yeah. I just be like, bro, these niggas fucking niggas up. Or these naysayers <laughs> fucking Willis naysayers up. <laughs> yeah. Real naysayers, Naysay. Real real and naysayers. So, watching the Michigan, like they play hard and they was Bama, like Bama has been well, we we talked about it before. Bama been cheesed this season. They've been trashed this season. Mm-hmm. And Michigan took full advantage of that, especially when you got a center that can't even snap the ball. So it was that game was crazy. And how do y'all feel about that last play in the game, though? <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it to Jesse first. Go ahead. I didn't see the last play. You gotta tell me because oh, I, I, oh, I heard about it. I heard about it, but I didn't oh, see it. I saw. Me, <laughs> go ahead. You, you gotta go. Tell me. You gotta let, break, let, break me let me let me let me set the scene. It was a. <laughs> it was about. 3.45 p.m. on – I don't even know what time it was. But anyways, fourth quarter, like no time left. No, I'm capping. It was overtime, no time left. Yeah. Because it's overtime. Yeah. And it was fourth down and, I don't know, maybe like five or six. It was at the goal line type. And so, Alabama, you know, they had the ball. Jalen Milrow, he's not really a quarterback. He's more of a running back, but I digress. Bill O'Brien was right. Anyway, he said hike. The center, the entire game, the center has been ro- literally rolling the ball back there. Like, I don't know what's nervous or something, but he's just been rolling the ball back there. So, bad snap. Jalen Miro, he has to scoop down, pick it up, and then the play they ran was a quarterback draw. And he proceeded mm-hmm. to get negative two yards, and Michigan won the game. And I just don't – and this is after – uh, I think two timeouts. two timeouts from Bama and I think one timeout from Michigan. So they had all that time and the best thing you could come up with was a quarterback draw. I don't know about that one. That's, that's rough. Yeah, that's a rough way to end that game. Yeah. How many yards did they have to go? How many yards until uh how many yards did they have to go? It was probably like five yards. Yeah, I, I feel like they were on the four or five yard line. It was at the no, well, yeah. It was what, what fourth and fourth and goal. Yeah. And um, that means I, 
I ain't got no uh, faith in that man. Though. I ain't got I, no faith in him. I think, like I said, I think it was really supp- people were saying it was supposed to be like a, a a running back, like like a bubble screen or something, something a little bit more creative. But because of that low snap, I think mm-hmm. the situational awareness of Jalen Milrow was, oh fuck it, I'm finna run this. Yeah, bitch. Bad snap. He got to grab it. It was four, it was fourth and three. Yeah, fourth so and three. It was on the three yard line. It was and he, bad snap, and there was in the shotgun in the front, like, and ran that bitch up the gut. I was <laughs> like, yeah, oh, I was like, yo, you could have, you could have at least ran think, outside or something. I don't think it was a um, that was. I don't think it was, was supposed to be an RPO or anything. I think Nick Saban he came out and said, yeah, that was a play call. Which yikes, Nick Saban. Ew. He's old. Maybe he's saving he's face. Retire soon, so he might be saving. Maybe he might be saving face. face. He might be saving face. I want to put blame on people. Yeah, I mean, good leadership. Doing that, I don't want. I don't sound, man. I ain't trying to get that nigga too much props. He <laughs> 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 was a real leadership. I, I, Bill O'Brien's still there. I don't know about that, but and I y'all both said y'all watched the Texas Washington game, and you said or y'all said like the best team won. I be, I think Texas should have won that game. And if Texas didn't have those two fumbles, they would have won that game. I mean, they had a fumble came all the way yeah. back. They came all the way back, so I think Texas should have should have beat them. I know, but hey, turnovers, man. You know the fumbles, because the fumble, yeah, the, the last fumble I saw, I wanted. I'm, I'm rooting for Texas. So when they fumbled yeah. the ball, I'm like tough, <laughs> and but they still had a shot to win the game. They still had a chance to win the game, but yeah. they had they ain't had the plot for it. I'm saying, hey, shout out to Michael, bro. He should have been Heisman. He should have been Heisman Trophy. Heisman Most Trophy winner. Oh God, I'm I'm definitely I've definitely been on the Mike the the Michael Penix like hype train. You've been, you've been on the Mike Penix's quarterback one train. QB1. I've been saying real QB1 since like <laughs> once I saw him rapping about the comeback victory he was about to go and get, and then he went out and did a comeback victory that same game against Oregon. That's when I was like, oh, I got it. He don't paint his nails. He don't be crying. Real QB1. Hey, real, real QB1. <laughs> you feel me? And Jax, Jax asked me, I wonder, he was like, I wonder why people don't be talking about him like they should and then i realized after doing some very minimal research about this nigga's injury history yet yeah, two two acls and a and a repaired shoulder gonna do it for you every time i get it i understand um yeah it's given uh it's given pre you know deshaun watson type shit you know type beat type beat kind of sort of i don't this is my opinion. I don't think Penix wants to be compared to Deshaun Watson. And I'm just going off. In, I'm just. I'm just but what do I know? I'm just kind of going off an injury be. history, bro. Just, 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 the injury history. You feel me? Just not, nothing, nothing too crazy. Just injury history. I think he's the best quarterback. I don't. I don't. I didn't have real, no real stock in that LSU quarterback. Um, I don't think no, it should have gone to somebody that's not um, the most popular person in their own school. Um, that's Angel Reese's University. You feel me? That's University of Angel Reese. Um, I don't even. I, I mean, I, it was always anybody but Bo Nix. I get it. Yeah. But that should have gone to Penix, bro. Yeah. Yeah, but hey, we will see. You know, Penix. They are. Wait, for, who do y'all think is gonna win the uh, championship? Who do y'all? I know. I'm rooting for. Wa- I'm, I'm rooting for Washington. I mean, I don't know who gonna I'm actually win that bitch, but I think I think Michigan win though. I just yeah. feel the plot. It's just plot want, driven. I just see it. That's all I'm saying. It's setting up. I want it's Washington up to win, but I think Michigan's gonna win, and then Jim Harbaugh yeah. he's gonna go to the NFL and ride off in the sunset. 
Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll type beat. I feel it. No cap. All them violations. I think he got hit with like another like recruiting violation too or whatever. But like Dang. this is a playoff, so nobody cares, bro. He's gonna he's gonna make that team get sanctioned and then leave to the NFL. And I, I respect it. I respect it. He just picked up an agent. I think he just signed with an agent. Um oh yeah, he's out of there. So I mean, what team though? Like, what team would he go to? Chargers. What? Oh, the, everybody want. I don't want to go to Chargers, man. The Chargers got the worst plot I've. He. They. He nah, man. I can't. Even. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, we sl- Hey, we slandered wow. the Chargers out here too. So I mean, we. Yeah. I, I get it, but it just seems like he does well in California. Most of his, most of his coaching, like things, have been like in the mm-hmm. California area anyway. So that's why I was like, oh, Chargers, L.A. That's a layup. You already have a quarterback. But, I mean, I don't know anywhere else that would, you know, I would be want to be with the Bears or something. I think the Bears are going to keep their coach. Oh, really? I think so. That's unfortunate. But, you know, I respect their decision. I mean, he could go to the maybe the Falcons. Maybe, but I don't know how. I don't know how Jim Harbaugh would work in Atlanta just because. Yeah, it don't don't hit the vibe. Don't hit the same. (laughs) Jim Harbaugh likes to, like. Jim Harbaugh likes to drink milk normally, like just regular milk. So I he not, I don't yeah, think he not. really fit the culture of Atlanta for real. I mean, did Arthur Smith though? Did Arthur Smith fit the Atlanta culture? No, and you see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> you see what's going on. Desmond Desmond Riddler, uh, Ritter in in general just did not the fit Riddler. what the fuck was going on over there in, in Atlanta. Yeah. Still cooked us though. Still cooked me though. That's crazy. Cooked the Texans real bad too. That's crazy. Best game he ever had. That's why we'll, we'll, we'll move on from that though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so with that, I like I said, I think for the most part, I think we're all rooting for um, Mr. Durack himself, Michael Penix. Um, yeah. But we all understand what plot. you know plot is, and you know JJ McCarthy and all that jazz. But to you know expedite it to probably what Jim Harbaugh. Him potentially, you know, leave. Well, not potentially. I think that nigga leaving. I don't yeah, think there is no end. He's for sure. He's for sure out of there. If ands Unless, or buts, nothing. They were rumored to offer him like a 10-year, $125 million contract. But, like, the only stipulation was that he can't leave for the NFL. Like, that was in, like, the contract specifically. Mm. But I think he don't really care about them. I think he just really wants to get back to the NFL to prove he can do it. Especially with his brother going crazy with the Ravens, like for like fifteen years. And you and 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 the only time you get to the Super Bowl, you get beat by your brother. So it's like okay. you know, that's an awkward conversation at Thanksgiving. Yeah, the Harbaugh boy, the Harbaugh Bowl. It's good memories, boy. That's some good memories. Oh, and then also, I looked at Jim Harbaugh. Do y'all know he was a first round pick in the NFL draft? I, I knew he was one of them ones. I just, I just didn't know he was oh, yeah. first round, though. I didn't know he was, I know first, round. Round. Yeah, I he was know a first round. I was like, what the hell? That was first round pick. First round draft. Yeah, but quarterbacks back in the day were much different. Like, they weren't Aaron. Yeah, he was, he was terrible. He was absolutely horrible. Yeah, it was, yeah so. That sit down and develop day. for three years. <laughs> that that sit down and develop for three years before you come out there and, and play meaningful football. They, they just don't do it like that no more. He didn't um, even develop. He probably sat down and got worse. Yeah, one good year though. I think I think it took to help this team in the playoffs. Took his team in the playoffs. Somebody he had one good year. He developed. So I think it was a Colts. He developed as a coach. Had that coach's mentality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I missed the Harbaugh 49ers though. That team. Oh, that was a that solid was a team. team. That was a solid that team. A, but I. That made Patrick Willis, bro, Navarro, bro, Ver, uh, Vernon, De- bro, Kaepernick, 
Bro, that was a good Frank scene. Gore and all them boys. And you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> boy, but that rape, hey, that Ravens, Ray Lewis last year. Oh, that was so much and, plot. Joe Flacco, Reed, boy, yeah. <laughs> Joe Flacco was going crazy. Jacoby Jones. Oh, yeah, that's a Texan legend. No, he's not. He, he, he ruined us. But he oh, went God. to Baltimore and did great. So good for them. But <laughs> Quan, he definitely ruined us. Anquan Bolden. Niggas don't forget. Niggas be forgetting Ball about there, that boy, Anquan Bolden. He's balling that postseason, bro. Ray Ray Rice. Oh, we can't. Well, no, he not. Um. Uh. <laughs> he got, well, he got, uh, did he get something? Like, he got, like, honored or something? I don't know. He did? He did, actually. He, yeah, he did get honored. Like, I think at the, Ray, the Ravens honored him recently, which. Yeah, which is interesting, but. Yeah, that's, that's that's a word for it. interesting. Shaking word, that, shaking, hey yo, shaking that nigga hand is crazy. I ain't gonna watch you. Like these was <laughs> these were the hands. This this is crazy. I don't know. This is why. I mean, Ray Lewis is a murderer, so allegedly, but um, you know, but he said that with confidence. <laughs> he killed somebody. He said that with so much confidence too. He killed somebody, <laughs> but he did, or he, bro. or at least he helped somebody kill somebody. Regard. I don't. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh man. Um but, but anyways, we were talking about the Bears earlier. And now the Bears officially have the number one pick in the NFL draft, thanks to the Panthers being absolutely horrible. What do you think the Bears should do? Because you know they have just like <laughs> the Bears, they've been playing better recent weeks. They have yeah. Justin Fields, mm-hmm. who seems to be developing. Um, they got DJ Moore, solid receiver. They're going to have two top 10 picks. Like, what do you think is in the Bears' future? Should they trade Justin I, Fields? Should they draft a quarterback? I, I'm not going to lie, bro. I, I'm not going to lie. The Bears have had the number one pick twice, right? And the first time they passed up, it was fine. They passed, they traded back. Bryce Young, number one overall. So who they really passed up on was C.J. Stroud, mm. having one of the great rookie seasons of all time. Okay. <laughs> now, we go on to the next draft. You got a deep quarterback draft and got Caleb Williams. So Caleb, like last year, Caleb Williams was seen as the guy, right? That's the number one overall pick. He's generational quarterback talent, et cetera. So you're going to pass up. You're going to pass up on CJ Stroud (laughs) and Caleb Williams. If you pass up on these two players, who are you passing them up for? Are you passing them up for Mahomes, Josh Allen? Who are you? Because it's very rare. Most teams in the NFL are not passing up these two shots, right? Mm -hmm. So, you're passing up these two players for Justin Fields. Now, Justin Fields is not a bad quarterback. Like you say, he's playing better the past couple of weeks or past couple even months. But Justin Fields, like you're, you're there was still their, their actual pick is what in the top 10, right? Oh, uh, so yeah. Not like, mm-hmm. It's not like he's really leading you to anything. Like he's the type of guy, like he's good, but is he good enough to pass up on these two players? Because if you want, if you pass up on Caleb Williams and just every quarterback in this draft, that means you are committed to the point where this is your guy for five, ten years. You pass it up on Stroud and Williams. And if Williams balls out, Stroud's already balling out, and Fields is either just mediocre, slightly above average, or if he's bad, heads will roll, people getting fired, that's ass. The Bears have never had a good quarterback in their life. They had Sid Luckman and Jay that's Cutler. That's very true. That's, they've been in 100 years plus, and they never had a good quarterback. I don't think they had a quarterback pass for 4,000 yards ever, I don't think. Like in their franchise, which is, it's it's 2024. Be for real. Top three oldest franchise in the NFL. You have a chance at getting a generational prospect talent. You already passed up on CJ 
for Justin Fields. Now they like go get Marvin Harrison Jr., bro. You get Marvin Harrison pairing with DJ Moore. Like to me, the keys to winning a Super Bowl or being in a deep playoff run you need three things. You need a franchise quarterback. You need mm-hmm. a good, a really good to great O line and a really mm-hmm. good to great D line. If you get a great D line, you get pressure with four people. That helps your whole entire team, right? If you get a good O line, obviously the run game opens up with that. Obviously, the quarterback has time in the pocket. You got a franchise quarterback because a lot of these teams that win Super Bowls don't have the number super elite wide receivers. Mm -hmm. They don't have the super elite running backs. They usually have a D-line to get pressure with four, elite O-line, and a franchise quarterback. Is Justin Fields that guy? They have O-line and D-line deficiencies, but Justin Fields, is he the franchise QB? That's what you start with. Is he that guy? You pass up on two of them, potentially two at least with Caleb because we got to see what he does. Is he that guy? That's all I'm saying. I don't know if he's that guy. So I'm I'm getting Caleb. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, what about ahead, you, me. Greg? All right. So what you have said by far is facts. You have not said anything that I've disagreed with. My perspective and my approach about this is I don't give a fuck about these Chicago Bears. They just don't <laughs> They don't exude until they get rid of whatever is in the front office and whatever in the coaching staff. Like until they address that, I'm not going to like have faith in whoever they finna put faith in. Like for me, I hate I I I'm not fans of Chicago Bear fans because they'll say dumb shit like we got Mitch Trubisky. When Patrick Mahomes was right there. And I'm here to tell you, Patrick Mahomes would not be Patrick Mahomes if that nigga was in Chicago. Y'all didn't y'all would have never you would have never set that nigga up for success. I'm not saying he would have been a bad quarterback or a bust, but the way that nigga was set up for with Andy Reid and Tyreek Hill and all those weapons, and he had the confidence to just say, fuck it, Tyreek is down there somewhere. And make plays, that's what just made that nigga turn into elite generational talent. I don't think that happens in Chicago, especially during that time. Mr. I think Mr. Bisky did more than what was, you know, supposed to happen. Low key. I feel like he was supposed to do even worse because he ain't got the skill sets as Patrick Mahomes. So all I'm saying is that I get the premise. And if this was a competent organization. Hey, fuck it. Didn't we just have um, a whole article come out two months ago about how niggas just openly stealing shit in the Chicago arena? Was that Chicago or was that somewhere else? I think that was Chicago. Niggas just stealing hundreds and thousands of dollars of real equipment. Niggas forgot about that. Niggas just brushed that shit under the rug. Niggas said, ah, fuck it. Ah, ah, ah. Justin Fields, fuck this pinky up. We, We not gonna talk about it. Nah, there's some real things going on here. I, this is not a hot take because I really think this is factual. <coughs> Chicago will fuck around and be like their next door neighbors, the Detroit Pistons, if they don't fuck around and just establish within the organization in the front office. Pistons. Like you, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> figure that shit out. I'm afraid that you gonna put, you gonna get Caleb Williams, and the best thing that can ever happen to you, your best case scenario is that, um. He turns into Andrew Luck, but just ends his career two years earlier. 
That's your best wow. case scenario if you do not establish something better than, than what's happening. Now, of course, people can turn shit around. Like, you can definitely have a situation like the Arizona Cardinals, even though they look bad now, but you draft Josh Rosen, and then the very next year, you go and draft Kyle, you know, Kyler Murray, but niggas don't understand that they, you know, fired that head coach as well that first year, and niggas gave them flack like, you just, you just fired a head coach one year into a season. You just got rid of a quarterback one year into a season. What happened to development? Hey, when you got that guy, you got that guy. That's cool. And I'm not saying that Caleb Williams can't go there. I'm just saying it better not be, hey, we drafted Caleb Williams and we keeping everything else. Nigga, you better do some other things. That's all I'm saying. Now, see, I think if the Bears, if they draft, I think if they draft Caleb Williams, that means they fire the coach, they fire the GM, they starting over from scratch. Everything. But I th- a report actually came out. Not I was gonna be like I think, but no, I know a report came out, and they're leaning towards keeping like everybody, the coach. I don't think they should keep the coach, but I digress. The GM and Justin Fields, because <clears throat> after that last game against the Falcons, like the fans were cheering, like we want Fields. Every <laughs> literally every player in the locker room was like, oh yeah, Justin Fields, we want him. Uh, DJ Moore on the table, like yeah, we want Justin, we want Justin Fields. If we don't get if we don't have Justin Fields, who would we get? Is what he like legit said. And I was reading a news article about it. And there and some players, they were just like, Why should we start over again and get a new quarterback? We had a solid team last year when we had, you know, Roquan Smith, and then we ended up trading him and that, you know, set us back. And now we have a quarterback who's developing, trading him would set us back again. I think I think they're gonna keep Justin Fields because the players are ready to try to compete. And if they keep Justin Fields, they can trade that number one pick and get a whole lot. Cause somebody gonna somebody gonna want Caleb. Somebody's gonna somebody gonna give up a a king's ransom for Caleb Williams. So they're gonna they're gonna be able to get him, get a receiver, get alignment. It's gonna I think they're gonna be good or not good next year, but they're gonna be much better next year. I can see I can see um I can see them stand with Justin Fields. Like, I can see all scenarios. I can see them saying, hey, yo, fuck this nigga Justin Fields. We going to get Caleb. I can also see them saying, nah, we riding with Justin Fields. Um, unfortunately, I feel like both scenarios, you said it's a win-win. I think it's a bad, it's a lose-lose. It's a bad, bad situation. Because I don't trust their organization from head to toe. Yeah. If they keep Justin Fields, bro... I'm sorry. I, I know earlier, if you look at my podcast, I was cooking Justin Fields, and he's made he's made improvements. You know, you've made you've made improvements, bro. But like, if you passing up on all these players because they have another pick and it's in the top ten. Yeah, they have the like, one number one and number ten. That's fair. Yeah. So with the number ten, like, bro, you need to scrap that. You cannot. You cannot keep that. I think NFL and NBA are different. If you suck in the NBA, you could be terrible for many years, and it's kind of like you're just in obscurity. But if you're in, in the NFL, if you suck, people are gonna they they're gonna notice. It's the NFL. It's just more pop, more people watch you. And yeah. the Bears have been, sucked for literally probably your entire existence. Yeah. Like they they they've sucked for many years. They only had like one like season here and there type of thing. Yeah. Justin Fields, bro, Caleb. Williams, if you pass up on Caleb Williams and C.J. Stroud for Justin Fields, Justin Fields better ball next year. That better be offensive player of the year. To me, he better like he better be a Pro Bowler. Second team all pro, he better be special next year. 
because there's no way you do that. I don't care what DJ Moore says. Obviously, DJ Moore, his opinion matters to an extent. But, I mean, bro, you're not the GM, bro. You don't make the decisions here. I do. Nigga, you just got here. Oh, my God. There's no way you make the decision for me. The fans saying, I want Fields. Bro, ain't nobody care what the Lily. You care, but if Caleb Ball or if Caleb is balling for someone else, maybe in your conference, say he go to the Giants and he balling, doing well for the Giants, and Justin Fields injured or he's struggling. How you look? I ain't gonna be. The, I'm, I swear, I'm not gonna be the guy. This is what happened last year with uh, us getting a quarterback. Some people wanted Davis Mills still for the Texans. I'm not gonna be the team that passes up on this guy and he goes to my rival and destroys me. I'm not doing that. I said, you pick CJ or there's a mutiny in this bitch. You better pick CJ because I'm not watching Davis Mills anymore. And he going to Indianapolis and ruining me. No, 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 no. So if you Chicago, bro, don't be the team. I know you could trade back, get a King's ransom, whatever. Cool. You try to build everything around Justin Fields, but it matters. Justin Fields has to be that guy. You got to be with him for five years. He has to be that guy. And if he's not that guy, what are we, that's what the biggest doing? mistake you've ever made, bro, straight up. I mean, for what is worth, what if they end up like with Justin Fields, like he's never going to be the I mean, you should never say never, but I don't think he's really ever going to be that drop back quarterback. Like he's always going to have to like running the football is always going to be a very, very, very big element to his game, no matter what. Like he's not he's not going to end up ever being ever playing a game where he can be a traditional drop back passer. And so just. If they do keep fields, they got to lean all the way into that. And I think that could work. But just, like, imagine they trade fields or whatever, get, you know, like a second-round pick or something. They draft Caleb Williams. Like, the organization is still terrible. Like, it's still a a trash team. Like Greg said, trash team, trash DM, all that. Watch Caleb suck. And then then Justin Fields goes somewhere else and starts balling. Like, he goes to the Falcons or something, who already have weapons, like, built in for him. Like, imagine that. Like I mean, it it can happen. It can happen, but at the same time, do you want to be that guy? I, I don't know. Like it's, it's one of those things that if Caleb sucks and then Justin's good, I can live with that a little more because that was supposed to be a generational talent type of guy. That's just I have bad plot. Mm. Um, if, I, if, I, if I do that to myself and I just pass up on the generational guy and I, pass, I do it twice, it's not like my first time. I did it twice. Look at C.J. Stroud. Do you think Chicago wants C.J. Stroud over Justin Fields right now? I think, yeah, they, I think they won't want C.J. Stroud. So now are we doing it twice? Is it that worth Justin Fields? If it is to y'all, y'all do what y'all do because y'all not y'all not me. It's not it's, I'm not y'all not my favorite team. Y'all can do what y'all want to do. It's y'all pick. And they, I'm just saying, bro, I ain't passing up on that twice, bro. And they not me either. I'm me personally. I just think that um, I don't know. I think we putting a little too much stock on on Caleb Williams, like he the number, like he the best QB in that class. I mean, you just say when it, when there's like obviously that. that nigga in Washington, that nigga Penix. Is that nigga, in my opinion? I know that um, he's not gonna go over um, Caleb won't. Williams. He won't. I mean, nor nor, nor should they. But it it, it really does come down to um, you know what what weighing outweighing the cons with the cons because the pros are always gonna be there. Like, which consequence are you willing to you know take on the chin if all things go wrong? That you didn't draft generational talent. Or that your generational talent stunk that shit up. Like it, it just it went horribly bad. And the one I'm picking is 
I, I'm picking the one where I pick the generational talent, and he's. I'm not picking the one where I pass up on the generational talent, and he ball out of his mind. Nah, there's no way. I can't be that team. Everybody getting fired. That that set back the organization five to ten years plus. <laughs> they supposed to get fired anyway. That's my problem. Like, yo, regardless, yeah, I, of I, I, they should not keep. They should not keep. They should not keep them. They they're going to do it stupid. <sighs> If you're going to keep your staff, you might as well keep Justin Fields. That's all I'm saying. And what, the only reason, a big reason I'm passionate about this, because the NFC has, is so devoid of, like, great quarterbacks that I need more quarterback talent in the NFC. Because if you look at That's the fair. AFC, they got, what, Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, Stroud, Lawrence, like, just a lot of really, Jackson, all these really great or good quarterbacks, right? And then you look at the NFC, Stack, and then Jalen Hurts, who's getting exposed. Mm. And Talk then it's about uh, it. Brock Purdy who got exposed. Talk about it. I guess Baltimore. Don't, so it's don't, like, don't say Brock Purdy. Don't say Brock Purdy. Hey, oh, nigga, the, the, hey, what, what other yeah. NFC niggas we got? You got don't. Stafford and Goff. And there you go. Stafford, Goff, um, Kurt Cousins, Kyler Murray, Kyler. It's not, ba- it don't oh, hit the same. Baker Mayfield. It is. De- Derek Carr. Don't Caleb coming to the AFC, bro. Don't Derek. let Caleb go to the AFC. We got too many quarterbacks in the AFC. Go to the NFC. Derek Carr is tough. Yeah, Derek Carr is rough. They hate Derek Carr in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. I do. don't know why they just... <laughs> I'm, so, I'm still so surprised they never started Jameis, bro. Like, the fan, everybody's begging for Jameis to start. And they just, well, listen, bro. Yeah, I don't it's I don't, I don't, agree with any of that. Um, but, yeah, there, there are, yeah. Quarterbacks in the NFC. Hey, look, I've been... I've been happy about the quarterbacks in the NFC because yeah. nigga, I ain't trying to. I don't want that AFC smoke until I absolutely have to talk about that in the Super Bowl or type of shit. You know, give me, no give cap. me, give me weak ass Jalen Hurts, nigga. <laughs> give me that weak ass nigga, please. I, get, yeah, yeah. I'll deal with Purdy, nigga. God, yo, God forbid they actually had you know one of them ones in. in like, um, if Caleb Williams ends up on the Giants, I'll be so sick. I wouldn't be as, I wouldn't be as sick. I wouldn't be as sick. That's why I need I need the NFC to get some Drake May, Caleb Williams. I need y'all to go to the NFC. We already we are stacked here. We don't need no more. <laughs> we got my whole division full of like we got Lawrence Stroud and we got uh Richardson. And then if Levis is good, I don't know if Levis is good, but we got a whole division of AFC South full of quarterbacks that have a lot of talent and, and promise. Like I yeah, I'm that's good. tough. That's yeah, that's, a tough, that's up, a tough division, nigga. <laughs> it's I a know. tough division for quarterbacks, nigga. It is. Yeah. First of all, niggas one in Caleb Caleb Mills is kind of or Davis or Davis Mills is is still kind of no, crazy. That's, that's, that's crazy, right? That's wild. There's no way if if we if, look at CJ, bro. I'm so happy, but they oh my god, <laughs> that would have that would have ruined me as a fan. I would I would literally be a free agent as a fan. I couldn't take it. I literally would leave the team and find another team if they did that. Mm. Davis Mills is an eyesore. Speak speaking of niggas that are not eyesores. Got to get into that MVP discussion of Lamar Jackson. Um, Ooh. Lamar is pretty much his trophy to lose um, sure. because at the end of the day, it is a quarterback award. They're not giving that shit yeah. to McCaffrey. They're not giving that shit to Tyreek Hill. They're not giving it to any of them. So they'll try to be like, oh, offensive player of the year. What's the what's the point? What's the point, nigga? Like, nobody, nobody brags about O-P-O-Y. Nobody even says the word O-P-O-Y. They'll say D-P-O-Y. Who the fuck That's brags about th- who, <laughs> that? Is more valuable. I'm saying, like, who really talks about? Oh, I'm three time offensive player of the year. Nobody say that shit. That might be the same That's- as having a Pro Bowl. Maybe nigga, like nobody cares about defensive player of the year. They know that defensive players get slighted in the MVP conversation. 
Um, so there's more weight to it. But OP OPOY, that's just really just you just saying, hey, I made second place. I I, I am the runner up to MVP. That that's basically what yeah. that shit is. Um, so this Lamar Jackson. Um, I wish um people were talking about Lamar Jackson a little bit more. They used to they used to get on like the first two or three weeks, they used to get on that nigga head about um his accuracy or his pen, like early in the season when you clearly see these niggas just dropping the ball. Like the ball is in their hand and they dropping it. I was like, yo, and everybody had to adjust to a whole new offense and everything because it's a new offense for them. Yeah, because they got rid of Greg <laughs> uh Greg Roman and you just got all these niggas up here just talking about Right, right, right. He's not quarterbacky. Whatever the fuck, it don't matter. Nigga blew the fuck out the Dolphins. That was crazy. Quarterbacky. <laughs> like you know, he heard that because like that he had like five touchdowns in like three hundred yards that next game. Why couldn't he? Why couldn't he do that in week twelve, Jax? Why couldn't he do that in week ten, nigga? When I needed him the most. <laughs> that nigga out here acting like the avatar of the last Airbender. When I needed you the most, when it was playoff time in fantasy. You disappear. My question uh, really about this was how much impact um, or what 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 would be the reaction if he did all of this and then got bounced in the first round? It happened before, bro. It's not the first round. It was like the divisional round, but it happened before. And he got exposed in the postseason. So all the pressure is on Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson is not does not have a very good postseason resume. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he has, if I don't, if I'm not mistaken, maybe one playoff win. I think he beat Tennessee a couple years ago. Yeah. And after that, it's it's been rough, right? Absolutely. So I remember they won 14 games and boys were balling. Lamar had 36 touchdowns passing in 2019. He was beating all the good teams of the league, and he faced Tennessee. And Derrick Henry stiff armed them to hell. Now they like no- every, the times Lamar has lost in the playoffs. It's, it hasn't been his fault, like. He he's not I mean, tackling Derrick Henry, and then like the first year when he went to the playoffs, that was like his rookie season when they only let him run the ball. So I don't think like a lot of people put a lot of stock into Lamar having a bad postseason record, but like he's still his career is still like so new. Like he's been like he's been starting for what four years now. Like that's honestly that's not that long. Like legitimately, that's that not nigga's that long. been that's like seven. seven. It's like seven years. I think like he's, he's been in the NFL for seven years. He did not get drafted in 2020. 2020 would have been four years. I think 18, he was a rookie. So 18 season, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. So this is a six season. Six season. Going, he didn't going, start, going on seven. So he, be, he, played towards he didn't the start until like the end of his first season. So that's yeah. one, one year and now. And then he got hurt last season. Stop. Stop. Oh, he you, played you, most, nah, he oh played my most God. of that. You, you finna hit last, me with last the, year, he was hurt most of the season. You finna hit me with this barring injury? Oh, Jax, I thought Lamar, <laughs> Lamar Jackson has a history, especially because he talked about last year. I remember Lamar Jackson, he was choking the fourth quarter leads. I remember he faced Miami. Mm. He choked that fourth quarter in Miami. <clears throat> Tula had like six touchdowns on them boys. God. So he, he tends to be he tends to do that a lot. Now, I, I understand like it's not all his fault, right? Like it's the team. But if you're the quarterback, like we give you the MVP. So you're getting a lot of this praise, right? So you're gonna have to get a lot of the doom if you fail. They lose in the first round. I'm not gonna look unless he put up 40 and the other team put 43. Like if it's like a if he put up twenty points or seventeen points they lose and like we gonna blame him like which is just how it's gonna be we gonna blame him because he the quarterback he the MVP he's supposed to take over and that's just how it is that's how I think but he fought hey he 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 like I said he's an elite quarterback um yeah. so understanding what your resume is 
um, you know, there has to be, you, you gotta, it's time to put it up. Now, um, I don't know if y'all saw Odell renting out a boat for the fellas. Oh, no. Um, Plot. Plot. Renting out a boat <laughs> for the fellas oh, no. before they are going for their home playoff game, giving the 2014 vibes. Um, they need to take a picture, too. Yeah, they're going to probably take that picture. A lot of people are upset about that. This is probably worse than the little B curse. Um, this is better than the, this little worse, a little worse, than, worse than the Kim Kardashian curse. Hey, there's a lot of curses out here. Um, that I don't, don't mean nothing that. worse than the Kardashian curse, but ah nah. Agree. But in my opinion, I feel like niggas have beaten that curse before, though. It made Lamar Odom smoke crack, and Kanye's being weird. Um, James James Harden got through it though. Hey, James Harden got through a lot of curses. I ain't gonna lie. Who little B curse was that, 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 that little B that little B curse was crazy. It was with Chloe Kardashian. It was with Chloe Kardashian. He was with, yeah, he was Chloe with, not even Chloe not a full Kardashian. Hey, cook. Hey, <laughs> cook. Okay. Chloe, hey, look. I don't worry about that. Chloe part Simpson, bro. I guess, but hey. A curse is a curse. That's interesting. That's interesting to take. Yeah. A, cur- I, a curse is a curse to me. And the, and and that little B curse. I really believe. Hey, it got so bad. I started believing in that bitch. I was like, you know what? Maybe little B my. <laughs> maybe, B maybe, curse was crazy. Maybe he got something going on. Because once that shit lifted, MVP season. I'm like, oh, oh wow. Okay. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe it's me. But um. But that boat curse will doom the Ravens for sure. But I don't know because Lamar, he said, y'all seen that uh, tweet where Lamar, that he answered that uh, that riddle on Twitter, and ever since then he been going crazy. No, I haven't. I haven't heard about that. The Johnny riddle? No, I haven't. I'm not tapped oh. in. I'm not. I'm not tapped in, brother. Let me see if I can find that. I just got to show it to y'all. It was one of those <laughs> things. It was one of those things on Twitter where they're like, uh, uh. Johnny has five siblings, or yeah, or like Johnny's dad has oh. five siblings. Their names are January, February, March, and April. What's the last sibling's name? And people were like, "Oh, it'd be May, be May." No, the, the answer is Johnny, because you know, it's, yeah, that's the whole thing. And Lamar, he put he put Johnny, and ever since then, he hasn't. I don't think he's lost the game since then. Really? Mm. Did he know that, or did someone like tell him? Because that's only the first time I heard that, I was tricked, and then. <laughs> Anytime someone tell me that I'm fine, like I don't know. Did he did he hear that before? That's not his first. That's not his first rodeo hearing that riddle. Maybe. No, fir- let me see. The fir- uh, since he said Johnny, this uh, tweet was on December 30. Or no, he tweeted a Johnny thing on October 14th. Lamar Jackson since tweeting Johnny, he's a 10 and one record, 3200 total yards, 21 total touchdowns, 107 passer rating, and he's clinched the number one seed in the AFC. I'm just saying. Hey, hey man, I don't. Hey, I. I don't know. I don't put. I don't put too much stock into it. But any anything. Ten and anything, one's crazy. Ten and one is crazy. It might. It might cancel each other out. We exactly. might. We might get a chance to see who the real <laughs> Lamar is. Um, after after all of that, uh, but honestly, before we get off of football, we do have to talk about, you know. Philadelphia Eagles, um, garbage, Yuck. garbage. Yuck. Now, of course, we have two people that are very biased about 
the Philadelphia Eagles. Although we 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 speak nothing but facts, we are Cowboys fans, so we do have a different perspective about what the fuck is really going on. But as somebody that is not even in the conference, we do want to hear your insight about you know the state of the Philadelphia Eagles. You know the funny thing about the Eagles is is that they've had the same script, like they had Carson Wentz. And then mm-hmm. the OC left them and went to Indianapolis. And then Carson Wentz started going downhill, mm-hmm. just like Jalen Hurts going downhill. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like, I do like the Eagles. I think they are a – last year, more specifically than this year, they were a fun, they were a fun team to watch. Jalen Hurts had a really good, like, rise last year. Obviously, he looks like a Shane Steich and a merchant for sure. Um, bro, this year, bro, them boys, like, they started off, what, like 10-1? and one? And I don't know, but like every time they would win, it's like it didn't feel like a win. it should be games they should have lost. Yeah. It should have been games they lost. It didn't feel like yes, like that. It didn't feel like that was a good win. A lot of their wins were like eh, okay, and they faced y'all, and I knew y'all were gonna beat them because you know they always y'all y'all win every game at home. It's just y'all are a great home team, mediocre road team. So you're definitely sure. gonna beat the Eagles, right? The Eagles, who they play after that? I think they played uh, they played the Seahawks. Drew Lock. I let Drew Lock like Drew I know Lock. we let Drew Lock beat us. So I know for someone cook us, we let Drew Lock beat us many years ago. But like Drew Lock, many years later, more experience and this and that, he beat y'all. Y'all the Eagles. Y'all supposed to be Winning y'all supposed to win that game. Mm-hmm. Y'all they ain't beat the Seahawks in like 15 years. That's freaking crazy. And then they barely beat the Giants, kind of like go right past the Giants. I'm like, ah, okay. But hey, y'all have a chance to win your division. Y'all need to win y'all division because the Cowboys are great at home. You want the Cowboys to travel. If you're an Eagles fan, it's an Eagles perspective. Y'all face the Cardinals and the Giants, bro. Beat the Cardinals, bro. <laughs> like, you can't beat the Cardinals, bro. Like, are you serious? And the funny thing, on my podcast, there's an Eagles fan. He was cooking the Cowboys because y'all lost the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. And i tell you how plot worked. Mm-hmm. Don't talk too much. Because when you talk too much, they listen to you. They do this. They listen to you. These script writers, they listen to what you just said, and they write a script that cooks you to hell. And now they cook. So now when he on the podcast, what he going to say? You can't say nothing. Y'all lost the Cardinals, too. That's tough. That's rough. He was talking a lot, too. So I'm saying, hey, the Eagles, they look like a first-round next to me. I ain't going to lie to you. Tampa Bay looking hot right now. And that's probably where they got to play. And they looking like a first-round exit because they on fraud alert, man. Hey. I think the Eagles, like, I like, I don't really hate the Eagles. Like, I don't like the Eagles, but I don't hate the Eagles. They always had cool players. They had Michael Vick. They had Deshaun Jackson. They had Deshaun McCoy before he started talking. So I like the Eagles. They, they cool and all that. But I don't, like, this year, they just not it. Because one, Jalen Hurts them been hurt the entire season and nobody want to talk yeah. about. Like, and they keep doing that stupid-ass tush-push. Like, he's been hurt. He's, been, he's getting more and more injured every time y'all do that dumb-ass play. Like, so there's that. And then they lost a whole lot of – they lost, like, the backbone of their defense, and they also got, like, a new offensive and defensive coordinator. Like, it's just – they just made the bad – I think it's just – I think it's really a coaching thing. They made bad decisions. Like, they hired the wrong defensive coordinator, then they're trying to replace him with Matt Patricia, who's an even worse defensive coordinator. And then they have – who is – their offensive coordinator is, like, Brian Johnson and – I like Brian Johnson, you know, because, you know, I'm trying to support black people, black offensive coordinators. They don't really get a shot like that, but he's just not good. Like, he's just not a good coordinator. So they just made bad hires on the coaching staff, and now that's, they're reaping the, I don't even want to call it benefits. They're reaping the whatever's from it, you know? They secondary buns, boy. I go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's 
that's also um, true. Yeah. So ultimately, whenever they got the ten and one, we you know we as Cowboys fans, we were just like, yo, this is one of the nastiest ten and one records we've ever seen. It just it never seemed like they won. It just seemed like the other team lost. It just seemed like they just gave up something. It's like, yo, how did you allow them to do this, that, and the other? Mm-hmm. Um, they were not convincing wins. They at any given moment it could have been a coin flip of who won and who lost. It, it wasn't a convincing win, but niggas didn't want to talk about that on national television because it's like you know Jalen Hurts is a winner. Like, all right, nigga. Like, but as they started losing games, um, that coaching is is a real thing. The offense is very vanilla. It's very predictable. Niggas know they run exactly. like a Madden playbook. They're it's running like, a Madden playbook. It's like, it, it, it's like it's like the the coach from Bishop Shikamore was out there and just told, "Hey, yo, this is what you need to do. You gonna line up and do this." You know what I mean? Like it's it. There's no creativity. It, it's it, it seems very vanilla. Like even and and that's and that's the the cockiness of a nigga like Nick Sirianni that I just don't I don't fuck with. Cause Mike McDaniel's he be doing like some cocky you know shit on the sidelines. But you see how creative that nigga be having that nigga Tyreek in the backfield, um, doing different uh, sweeps, doing different uh, motions, putting people in the best position to win. You know your quarterback is Jalen Hurts. You know that nigga's not Pat Mahomes. You know that nigga's not Lamar Jackson. You know that nigga's not Josh Allen. You know what I mean? Or C.J. Stroud. Or C.J. Stroud. You know these are. this is not a nigga that is – he's a different kind of quarterback. When they talk about what's what's Jalen Hurts, you know, you know what's so special about him, most niggas be saying dumb shit like he's a winner. What the fuck does that mean when it's talking when it's time to scheme up? What the fuck does he's a winner? He finds a way to win. What does that have to do with scheming and schematics? When I know about Pat Mahomes, I know that nigga can throw shit on his back and and, and launch missiles. To whoever the fuck he needs to throw it to. Now it's up to them niggas to catch. You know what I mean? That's a whole other situation going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Josh Allen, that that nigga just runs over running uh, linebackers for for fun. He does he does it as a as a side hobby sometimes to just run through niggas. Um, Lamar Jackson, he's starting to play you know quarterbacky, whatever the fuck that means. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But with all of these other quarterbacks that you talk about, it's like yo. You talk about them as a thrower of the football or their athleticism, something. The only thing we talk about with Jalen Hurts is he's a winner and that and that touch push. That's the only thing niggas be talking about. So for that to be what it is, as Nick Sirianni, you can't be cocky and be like, oh, I got A.J. Brown. I got Devontae Schmidt. We can just line these niggas up. And just go tell them to go go make a play. That's only like, gonna work for bad teams. It's not even it, working for that, bad. That'll teams work. No that'll work sometimes, but you can't you can't uh, have a whole season like that. Yeah, and niggas gonna and act like niggas not gonna figure you out. That's cr- no, absolutely not. And the defense can't stop a cold. Like what what, what are we doing? Can't stop yeah, the run. Was it Bradbury boy? That boy is cooked. Cooked. And and they and they make it Jalen Carter look bad. This is this is crazy. It's crazy. I like I like I like Sirianni though. Like I like the cockiness. Um, I don't like obviously. Yeah, they hate Brian Johnson with all their passion. But Sirianni was <laughs> was funny because when they beat the Chiefs and he's and then he was talking shit to the Chiefs. 
that was like real WWE stuff. I really enjoyed that. That's entertaining because the season up to that point was pretty ass. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> the primetime games was rough. I went, my no eyes, doubt. I went to sleep a lot. It was, it was tough. So seeing that game and seeing him talking shit to the Chiefs fans was very fun to watch. But ever since then, the boys have been in hell. So a plot caught up to him. Tough, but very fair. Hey. Yeah, you know, you know what's bad because they were trying to force Taylor Swift on this. So yeah, I get it. I get it. Taylor Swift. Bro. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I ain't gonna but, say nothing. I ain't gonna say nothing about that. Some Swifties come after me. I ain't gonna say nothing. I feel that. I understand. But um, moving on from that, real quick. Now we're going into um, basketball, NBA, real hoops, real sports type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, wanted to talk about the state of the state of fusion sports. Um, this is your little segment to rock out about. You know, we'll talk about the Rockets first, but I wanted to um, get on the Texans real quick before we close out football for real. Just like your your opinion on what what the Texans have been, um, your likes, your dislikes, what niggas need to be focused on that they may not be focused on as a fan because we do have a we do have people that are from Houston that that you know listen to this pod. So, what, what's your opinion about the Houston? Texans? I'm here for y'all. I'm here for y'all for the Houston listeners, bro. So, as a you know, the Texans the last couple years have put me through absolute hell. They hire random random coaches. And I know Stephen A. Smith called us racist for firing these coaches. And it pissed me off because how are you calling us racist for firing these coaches when no one else hiring these coaches? It's not like Lovey Smith. Everybody batted down Lovey Smith trying to get him. And who is that? Who is David Cully? I don't even know why we hired hey, David Cully. I don't know why we hired that man. That man, they both put me through some of the worst football I have ever seen in my life. I couldn't. I had to watch. I had to watch anime. I had to watch some. I could not watch that team play. It was ridiculous. They hired Miko Ryan's, and that's a good bias because he played for the Texans. So thank goodness, because we were a team that people would not go to. So thank goodness for that bias. C.J. Stroud. Thank goodness. Oh my gosh, C.J. Stroud is the best thing that's happened to the Texans up to this point. I don't know how to, what the future holds, but up to this point, ever. Ever came into this season. Look, I, look, look, look. JJ Watt, like I'm telling you, JJ Watt, Andre Johnson. But that was a there was no real like winning future with JJ and Andre. Like you're like okay, that you are generational, really great players, but they're not going to win you no Super Bowl. For the first time, the Texans and Texan fans actually feel like you know what, we can act. It's really hard to do it. We can actually win a Super Bowl with this guy. We face Cincinnati. I'm we when when Cincinnati came back, they tied the game. We're up ten. They tied the game. If it was Deshaun Watson, if it was Davis Mills for sure, if it was any of these other quarterbacks, Matt Schaub, any of these other quarterbacks, I I realistically believe we're losing overtime to Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is the superior quarterback. CJ Stroud come in there and he give me a give me that field goal drive, and I'm like, bro, that is great plot. That's clutch. I haven't had none clutch like that. It's someone I can actually believe in. Like when he goes out there, we can believe in him. Now, I don't know. The big game's coming up on Saturday. First primetime game we've had whole season. Facing the Colts. I don't know if we're going to win that game. I hope to God we do, but the Colts are really good. I don't know why. Gardner Minshew, Shane Steichen, a hell of a coach. As we talked Gardner about. Minshew is great, bro. Gardner Minshew is a good quarterback. But I, I'll let you keep cooking. Keep cooking. I'm just <laughs> Gardner Minshew cold, bro. He, he is cold, so it's going to be a very hard game. But I'll tell you like this. If Deshaun Watson was going into Indianapolis and that was the stakes, I don't. I, I literally think we have like there's no shot. It's not because Deshaun's bad. I just don't feel like he has that aura, that gravity to actually win the game. <laughs> CJ Stroud, bro, coming there, bro. I actually believe, bro, we could actually win this freaking game. <laughs> so 
bro, D'Amico Ryan's and CJ Stroud, that pairing, I don't know what the future holds, but like that pairing, I can actually see success. We have a lot of cap space. Cleveland, I thought Cleveland was going to suck, but them boys are balling. So we had they pick and they just it picks in the late 20s. So I can't get no like super elite receivers, or whatever. But we need, um, like I told you before, what the things you need to win O line, quarterback, D line, get some D linemen. You don't need to invest, you don't need to spend 100 million or not 100 million, many million dollars in a wide receiver and free agency because. It, it, to me, it's chill when you have like Nico Collins, Tankdale, maybe a rookie or maybe a veteran because like there's no divas. You know, AJ Brown throwing a temper tantrum right now. Step on Diggs throwing temper tantrums. You don't want no divas right now, but you just want people who go out and ball. Just get open for me. My guy will get you the ball, bro. Just we don't need no superstar crazy receiver. Give me a good old line, good D line, and CJ. Invest in those things. Shore up those other parts. Make sure your secondary is pretty short. We need some secondary help. Do that. Call it a day. But I'm happy the Texans, after all those years of complete ass, <laughs> the Texans finally have a future. So if you're a Texan fan, like CJ said, he wants y'all wearing y'all jerseys, going to the games, getting loud, getting something to be proud of. You can't get proud of Davis Mills. I'm sorry, Davis, we've taken a lot of shots. Well, you can't get proud of Davis Mills. You can't get proud of uh, any of those other players. Deshaun Watson really can't be proud of him. Yeah. Boy, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I will say this though, you was acting like I know he's like Bill Cosby Jr. and all, but like when Deshaun was on Houston, they was cold. Nigga, he used was to, cold. They nigga, was cold. nigga was him uh, for a minute, for a little minute. I'll tell you, this I'm gonna tell y'all some real. This is some real ish. I'm gonna tell y'all, bro. Deshaun Watson his rookie year, bro. Was he looked like? Because I call the best, look like, best quarterback in the dynasty quarterback in the league. He the main character. That's Patrick Mahomes right now. When Deshaun Watson started playing his rookie year, he was having literally the best rookie season. I was like, oh, I, maybe we got the main character. Towards ACL, it transferred all the way to Mahomes. Mahomes became the guy. 50 touchdowns his first year playing, it's him now. Watson was a really good quarterback. But Watson, like, if you watch the Bill O'Brien Texans, bro, like, if you watch those games, bro, we were so, we were just not clutch. There's so many times we would just not be prepared to play. Drew Locke beating the hell out of us. We go in the playoffs, we always getting skunked. We face the Chiefs, we up 24-0, blow the lead in a quarter. Ain't no way you blow it. Like, you could blow the lead if it's, like, maybe the end of the game, right? It's a hard-fought battle. They went 31-27, something like that. Bro, they beat us 51-31, to <laughs> and they did that in three quarters. That's ridiculous. That is, like, that's the plot they got. Deshaun Watson was a really good quarterback, but he's, like, C.J. Stroud potential. You see how C.J. playing? It don't look gimmicky. It's, like, anticipation. He has great accuracy. The man reads the field well. He has good mobility. Like, it don't look, there's no gimmick to it. Like, Watson was like, his rookie was a little gimmicky to me. And I'm not saying, like, he, you know, I know that's kind of a hot take, but it's just a little gimmicky. Like, I don't know if he can sustain that. But CJ, this play, I think he can sustain it. So, I'm hoping, hey, Saturday, bro, CJ, I don't know if we win, but if we do win, you go to it, bro. I'm telling you right now. I, got, I bought your jersey, too. Hey, let's get it, bro. <laughs> let's get it, bro. Real. Another real naysayer. Um, now, so... <laughs> Now to talk now to talk about, you know, a real a real team, a real basketball team, the Houston Rockets. Go ahead, go ahead and tell me what was going on. Uh, now 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 you speaking my language as a as a diehard I'm Houston here. Rockets fan. I, I need I'm here, I'm here. I need what's been going on, the poverty that's been going on these past three to four years, the resurgence, the resurgence. You know, it's of funny. It, it's funny, man. Like, I had both of my teams went through hell at the same time fighting for number one picks. That's funny. Not Bro, me, the Rockets. That's crazy. 
The Rockets put Ime Udoka. Thank you for coming to the team. Steven Silas, bro. I mean, Steven Silas had me want to take my eyes out of my body, bro. Steven Silas was one of the worst coaches. Y'all hate Steven Silas. Oh, so my goodness. Silas oh. Is, oh, my goodness. Like, yes, Steven he wasn't Silas, good, bro. but y'all are like, y'all hating. Y'all hate Steven Silas. Nah, nah, let that nigga go to OKC then, since you love that nigga so much. Oh Damn. God. Damn, Steven. since you love so that OKC nigga so much. are good, so it's coaching yeah, more Yeah, I bet. I bet that good. That man, he ain't, he said he don't call plays for Jabari Smith. That was crazy. That's, third, that's the third pick in the draft. That's wild. He talking. He ain't running the offense through Shangun. The whole world saying run the offense through Shangun. And it, and the thing is, Shangun's not one of those players that's like a number one overall pick. So everyone talk about him just because he number one pick. He the sixteenth pick. So it's like people like Kevin Durant, Paul George, all these players talk about Shangun in a positive way, and no one's even, no one's just asking them specifically about Shangun. They're literally just saying, who's your favorite player? Who's one player you're talking about? Or you like? They're talking about Shangun just randomly. That means he's putting an impression on them. And we not running, and Jokic, he's like, Shangun is Jokic light. And Jokic is the best, one of the best top two players in the league, win a championship. We, gonna, we ain't gonna run the offense to him. I, I'm telling you, look, Steven Silas went to Detroit. Them boys lost 28 straight. Mm. That's his plot. Mm. That's just, I mean, where he go, I mean, that's crazy, right? I'm saying, I'm t- I don't know. That's crazy. He with us, he lose 20 straight. He go to Detroit, they lose 28 straight. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But what I do know is that Ime Udoka mm. has us being competitive all these games. Shangun is the player. Like, I, I got the Shangun jersey right here, bro. I got oh, the Shangun jersey right here, bro. Oh, fuck. He is the player. He, he is the player. He I ain't the even know. player on this team. I didn't even know it was the Shangun jersey. That's this crazy. is Shangun, right? Jalen Green, he too inconsistent for me to get a jersey. So, Fair. It's, it's Shangun. <laughs> uh, but look, we playing good basketball. We beat the Nuggets 3-1 to one this year. I don't yeah. know why the NBA schedule makers had us playing these hard-ass games at the beginning of the season where we facing every Western Conference, like, super team. We facing the Mavericks, the Nuggets, the Warriors, the Lakers, all these Clippers. Like, what's, what's, what's up? But the fact that you coming good. up. They're punishing okay, you. Okay. Okay. And that nigga rises <laughs> to the occasion. That but nigga hey. rises to the occasion, nigga. Okay. <laughs> to go 17 and 15 with that schedule, bro. Hey, I, I will take it. And for a hey, Detroit Pistons fans, I know the Pistons fans were like kind of cooking us back in the day. They got K, we got Jalen Green. How's life looking now? Mm. And for the Spurs fans that was cooking me in the offseason, talk about we an AAU team and freaking Victor Webb and Yama doing this, like he, he doing all this. When we and he could have done that for the Hornets. He could have done. He could have done that for the Hornets. And he could have done that for the Trailblazers, especially the Hornets. Yeah, but he crazy. ain't do none of this. He just did. He did it for us. Bet. That's all I got here. Bet. Now, now, now look at you now. The boy's awful. That man subbing oh. himself in. The boy's awful, boy. And look at us. I'm just saying, bro. Y'all talking a lot, but when y'all talk mess, bad things happen. Mm. I remember back in the day, Greg. Back in the day, a lot of teams like to talk shit about us uh, when we had James Hart. They That's always talk. The only team that could talk though was Golden State. All them other teams are like, bro. And every time they talk about us, bad things happen to them. Because OKC, I, I see I see your OKC fan. I remember OKC when they had Carmelo and they had Paul George and Russell. And it was like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be OKC versus Golden State in the conference finals. Them boys going to do this. They're going to do that. They're going to do this. No one cared about Chris Paul and Harden. Mm. Chris Paul and Harden in the conference finals. And the boys in OKC lose to a rookie. I was like, I don't know, man. I, I, I just, I'm just watching. I'm just observing, man. I don't know. But, hey. So y'all, y'all, y'all like to talk. A lot of y'all like to talk shit. But you're looking back now, things are aging poorly for you. Mm. So, hey, shout out to them Rockets. Email Doka boy. Got them boys structured. Mm. That's what we need, structure. Oh, God. Because <laughs> Steven Stiles, what the hell was that? Right, you go ahead, Greg. Real, real, <laughs> hey, real recognizes. Real, 
Recognize it's real, nigga. It's, 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 good. it's good to see niggas on the Steven Silas train, yo. Niggas, real, real niggas know what was going on. Real niggas knew when, when, when something happens for three years straight, nigga, it's not just a coincidence, nigga. That's all I got to say about it. That's all I got to say about it. Somebody telling, Yoke is telling, uh, saying, shit, saying shit like, ah, oh, man, I know it's kind of crazy, but yeah, I think they should run the offense through Shingun more. And that nigga decides to not run plays for Shingun. Not run plays for Jabari Smith Jr. Put the ball in Kevin Porter Jr. hand for eighty mm. percent mm. usage rate. Where that nigga at? I can't even speak on that nigga. I can't even. Speak. I can't even. Die. I can't even speak on what that nigga doing right now. You feel me? Mm. Um, you know what I mean? We just, we just doing, we just doing whatever. But at the end of the day, I do appreciate that through it all. It's not like we getting carried by our vets. It's not like um, it's. Like Fred Van Fleet dropping forty, and we can't win without Fred type shit. It's really like some. You see Shingun, you see the development of Jabari Smith, you see Tari Eason take it up another level. You see Dylan Fantastic. Brooks um, be, you know, more than just serviceable, but is quite literally outplaying his contract that niggas swore was an overpay. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, it's good to see. It's good to see the state of the Rockets be, you know pretty good pretty decent and i know that we're probably um going way past time but definitely wanted to bring up this jason tatum clip um if i can find it um i was having a hard time finding this shit but i'm i'm gonna find i'm gonna i'm gonna find that shit also shout out to caitlin clark um Nigga went yeah, crazy. Her, nigga, nigga went crazy. Um, they put yeah. they put it on the map though. They they like Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese. They really put in women's college basketball, making it very interesting. Yeah, I'm fucking with it. And shout out to uh, Juju Watkins uh, out of USC. Uh, she still has a little bit more you time. Been, like to go. going crazy, right? She been going crazy. She probably like she probably deserves to be a one and done, but they don't do one and dones for real. But I wish they did though. I wish they I did wish they too. Did. Like she deserves to be. In. It's not enough. It's not enough WNBA <laughs> for one and done because only like I guess yeah. 12, yeah. 10 or twelve, right? It's not enough. Bring, yeah. Bring it back to Houston, bro. Bring back the comments, bro. Bring them boys back won, the comments. Yeah. Them girls won four, four straight. straight. Four straight. Start off the whole thing. Cynthia Cooper. Only man. Dynasty we've had, bro. Come on. Oh, God. Bring them back, bro. Yeah, we ain't got shit in the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. So, shout out. First of all, I wanted to shout out to uh, shout out to Young Mustard. Um, he's actually, he actually goes to school the University of Houston, actually. I just found that out not too long ago. Um, but this is what he had to say about Jason Tatum. Um, it's insane to me. Can y'all hear this? Excuses yeah. People yeah. make for Jason Tatum. This man has gone out there over the last couple years with some of the best roster construction in the league. Oh, Kevin Brown doesn't know that he's a number two. Oh, Marcus Smart is so inefficient. Oh, Joe Nigga, Jason Tatum's right there. You can't tell me Kawhi fully healthy with that roster isn't a championship guarantee. You can't tell me LeBron fully healthy with that roster isn't a championship guarantee. Kevin Durant with that roster isn't a championship guaranteed at some point. Tatum, either you give him the criticism for not getting the job done, or you just come out right and admit he's not at that level. He's not a number one. When they went to the finals, they win that series if Jason Tatum doesn't get fixed by Andrew fucking Wiggins. Niggas talk about last year. Weren't they down 3-0 before that, right? Tatum isn't that guy. At some point, we gotta come to that conclusion and cut the bullshit, nigga. It's
it's insane to me the okay oh first of all I don't know why that nigga got animated the way he did but i, I i'm i'm here for the clicks i know what he's trying to do i know he's trying he's trying to sell a clip he's trying to sell a tiktok he clip he did he did what he had to do shout out to them and yeah. chicago bulls he is a chicago bulls fan so this is um anything else he ain't got no um you know what i mean he ain't got no real dog in a fight for real for real but first and foremost i kind of wanted to like his argument about jason tatum just maybe just not being that guy for real where do you stand on on his clip in general that conversation about jason tatum so with me like i have a hierarchy for players right mm-hmm. and you have the superstars a high-end star low-end star above average right and jason tatum to win a championship you need to be a superstar right to me jason tatum is not a superstar He's like he's a high end star who's like really close. Like this is superstar, and he's like tapping, but he's not a superstar, right? So the because the players he said LeBron, KD, Kawhi, those are superstars. So when you're not a superstar and you're a high end star and you're that close, there are moments where you look like a superstar. You do things that look like superstar level, but then it really gets exposed when you face one. Because in the finals they face Steph Curry, who's a superstar. Uh, if with his Jason Tatum's not that guy. I do believe he is not that guy in terms of being a superstar, which is a big reason why he hasn't won a championship. Um, but like, I'm not going to put like there's criticism because there's championship expectations, but I, I'm realistic. I understand in a playoff series when you face four out of seven times for you had to win four out of seven times, the best player wins. And in those, I know when, when he faced the heat, that was kind of like, yeah, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler in the postseason is like a different dog. I don't know. He's like, this is Michael Jordan. This is Michael Jordan. (laughs) So he becomes the best player (laughs) because he just elevates to a crazy degree. But most of the time he's not the best. Like when he loses, he's not the best player in that playoff series, in my opinion, because he's not better than Steph Curry. Right. Um, So I'm not going to like, I'm not going to condemn Jason Tate. Like I'm going to condemn him. Yes. You need to win it. You know, you know, you haven't won a championship and yes, that's the criticism. You're the best player on that team, but, I don't expect him to be winning anything unless his team is like, unless it's favors. Everything's favoring in his direction, and it hasn't been so. That's I don't even trust. I don't even trust him to beat the Pistons, and they almost lost to the Pistons. Mm. <laughs> like Jason Tatum, <laughs> I like Jason Tatum. He cool, you know. But I, ne- I never thought he was a superstar. Like he, like you said, he's a high end star. He up there for real, but he just never. I never saw him as superstar, and then like the guy in the video, he was one thing. He was talking about, oh, why hasn't Jason Tatum won a championship and everything? But like. Yeah, he got those expectations, but like we gotta relax a little bit. He's only twenty five. Like LeBron, he ain't even had a championship at twenty five. Like he he's didn't, still yeah. he's he still got time to cook. Like, I don't think he's in his prime yet. I think he's probably finna hit his prime like within like the next two years type stuff. But mm. I don't I don't just he's not he's not that guy. Not yet at least. He is the best player on that team, but he's still not that guy, you know? Yeah. I think overall it's, it's like a an argue. It's one of those things where I feel like he's arguing with himself because I don't really think there's anybody out there that's saying Jason Tatum is that guy or they're hyping him up too much. Because if they was really hyping him up too fucking much, I think you would see him a lot more, you know, established in the the MVP conversations. You never see that nigga there. Like, of course, niggas talk about the top five, you know top five in voting but the niggas that are four and five you're not really expecting them they don't really count they don't fucking count you know what i mean like yeah it's there that's like you know what i mean that's that's like saying new york knicks have a chance to win the championship i mean they do nobody's picking them niggas so sometimes i feel like he's arguing with himself and i didn't like the arguments that he picked about you know you you, because you're comparing 
athletes of today and their caliber of today, um, but not their age. You know what I mean? Like, you're not comparing LeBron as a 25-year-old to Jason Tatum as a 25-year-old. Because, you know, saying LeBron would have done it, I mean, LeBron, I feel like it's kind of hard to even put him in certain categories because he's fucking LeBron. If LeBron happened to be on that team, yeah, he might have actually done it because he was, you know, picking up crazy things. So, I'll, you know, I'll give LeBron that. Kawhi was with generational talent, literally, generational yeah. talent. Yes, he won finals MVP, but he was surrounded by generational talent. Kevin Durant from 2008 to 2016 was the best player on his team and could not get it done. He had lots of talent and, um, you know, ultimately went to Golden State to go get his Mm. ring. You know what I mean? Like that broke my heart when that happened, bro. Like you don't even. Yeah. Like that, (laughs) like to to put Kevin Durant, to put Kevin Durant there talking about Kevin Durant could get it done. Kevin Durant had plenty of chances to get it done. With the team that he had, people keep forgetting That's that crazy. they was favored, and a lot of these matchups to go. You know what I mean? So like the, the to adore. say that, you know what I mean? At twenty five, they should have they beat the Heat. They should have beat the Heat. That's they was favored point. to beat the Heat. They was favored they to, were beat. to beat the Heat until that no call in Game Two. I remember. I'll never forget that. And they were Bro, favored, and they were, and they were up three one against the Golden State Warriors. They should have beat the Warriors. Yeah, should have beat, beat the Warriors. Beat the and Warriors. stopped all this from happening. And that nigga, oh, and that nigga was what twenty six at the time. So to sit here and say that they, he would be on that Boston Celtics roster, and you know he would take care of business, but Jason Tatum is just not that guy. I just think it's a flawed argument to use some of these superstars that you used. I still think that he has the opportunity to be a superstar at some point because the yeah. nigga only twenty five, and that's a and and he's a bigger conversation of what my hot take is actually going to be today. But I'm gonna just keep my hot take under, under wraps until we we get there. But nah. He's not that guy, but who the fuck said he was that guy? <laughs> exactly. Boston fans. And even Nobody. Boston, even Boston fans don't even don't even go too crazy. Like they they they, they try their best not to, you know, go, you know, go too crazy about it. Um Jax, we are at um Are you trying to get our you trying to get the picks off? Yeah. Let's get it. Let's knock them bitches out real quick. <laughs> Is it, is this the last is this the last regular season? It is. Oh fuck. Yeah, it's a week 18, bro. Oh god. Yeah. yeah. All right. We have um we have two Saturday games and we have a Sunday night game. First game, game to two. come up is Steelers versus Ravens. Um you know how these division games go. Yeah. Jax, what do you have? Yeah going to be a bloodbath, but I will, I humbly pick, wait, no, Lamar, he's not playing this game. They're sitting him this game. Yeah. Oh, shit. I picked the Steelers. Mm. But I'm still going to go with the Ravens because Tyler Huntley was yeah. a Pro Bowl quarterback last year, even though the Pro Bowl don't really yeah. mean nothing. Mm. And the Ravens still got that crazy defense. And the Steelers are starting uh, Mason Rudolph. So. Oh, for real? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Once, hey, him. once he got, hey, once, once Mike Tomlin got that motherfucking record, it was... Once he, he once, he, once, win, he, he's good. once he got that ninth win, all. I was like, "Oh, we good? We clear? All right, bet. <laughs> all right, we bullshitting." Uh, yeah, that's tough. I'm gonna go ahead and, and go with the Ravens. I think they're playing in Baltimore, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, so I'm I'm picking them. Um, and um, next we'll go Texans versus Colts. 
Hey, well, I, I already I said. Oh, I already know what this nigga was gonna pick. Like, I already said I like Gardner Miss you so much, but mm. <clears throat> I do think that the Texans are a better team than the Colts. And won't this win get the Texans to the playoffs, right? Yeah, this is a playoff yeah. game for sure. This this is a playoff game. I want to see. I want to see CJ Stroud in the playoffs, so I'm going to go with the Texans. I would rather see CJ Stroud in the playoffs than Gardner Mitchell. Now, if we talk about Anthony Richardson, and we have a different conversation. We have a different discussion. But I do want to treat this like the college football committee. I do want the best team to be in there. I do think the best team um, that's going to entertain me the most is the the Texans. So I will pick the Texans. And I'll pick the text just yeah, yeah. straight bias, just to be biased. Just, just go with it. As you should. As you as should. You as, as you should. <laughs> you, better, you better go get your team, nigga. <laughs> um, and then uh, Sunday night, Buffalo Bills versus the Dolphins. Whoever wins, well, yeah, whoever wins goes to the playoffs, basically. If the Bills win, they go to the playoffs. If they lose, a lot of things got to happen <laughs> for them to, to still make it. I'm I'm a little I'm a little I'm not gonna lie I'm a little conflict I'm a little conflicted I'm st- I'm gonna pick the Buffalo Bills though Ooh. I'm going to pick the Buffalo Bills I'm gonna pick the, I'm gonna pick Miami Go ahead I don't know Go ahead Now the Dolphins like they've had like last game they had hella injuries like Bradley Chubb he out for the season now they already lost Jalen Phillips <clears throat> all that jazz even Tua he like hurt his hand I think he gonna play though. But like, mm. I'm still I'm leaning I'm leaning toward the Dolphins because Josh Allen like they're just they're playing in Miami which is good and then Josh Allen he got times where he just his CTE kicks in at times mm. and he, yeah, he's boy. good for he's good for a mess up you know so I'm going with the Dolphins. That's fair. Okay. Um, locks. Locks of the week. Um, my lock of the week. <laughs> you already know. You already know I dodged accountability last week because I didn't pick them, but I am going to pick them this week. Cowboys over the Commanders. Let's be fucking for real. Um, Is that on the road, though? Is that a road game? It, they, they got Sam Howell playing quarterback. It, it don't matter where it's going to be, gang. I ain't going to lie to you. It's definitely going to be in the command. Hey. Definitely going to be in Washington. I don't know. But, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, we're trying to secure. We're trying to, we're trying to secure a division title. That's a must win. Uh, Bland, go ahead, get a pick or something. Do something. But, um, Ever since we said Bland was finna like have a whole bunch of more pick sixes, that he has not caught one. I've been sick. I've been sick as hell too. Sick. Yeah, that is fair. Right. Um, Jax, was your lock? My lock of the week. I'll take the Lions over the Vikings. Lions over the Vikings. Okay. Yeah. You, yeah, that, that, you know it's part because like I'm looking at these teams playing, mm-hmm. and all of them, all of them like have I'm a. I don't want to pick for Jacksonville because F Jacksonville, bro. I ain't trying to help you. I ain't gonna say y'all gonna lock yeah. Um, I can't. I can't say Eagles over Giants because them boys, mm. they be losing the stupidest of games. I might have to pick, and I mean yes, I'm gonna pick the Chiefs over the Chargers. The Chiefs need to win this game. Um, I'm gonna pick the just to have some momentum going to the postseason. They got the main character. Mm. I'll, I'll say my lock is Chiefs versus Chargers. Okay. Now, upset alert. I'm. Who am I picking for my upset alert? Mm. You know what? I'm gonna make it spicy. Gi- Giants over Eagles. I've, 
I was gonna pick that too, bro. Giants, and straight up, bro. Like Eagles, straight up. I know I asked the Giants to beat the the Saints just one time and it didn't happen. I do have a feeling that the Giants will fuck around and and, and beat the beat the Eagles. That's how bad I think the Eagles are. Um, my upset alert is Titans over Jacksonville. Mm. Beat the, the boy, hey, Tennessee. Well, beat Jacksonville, but it's in Tennessee, bro. Division games, they want to spoil Jacksonville. I know y'all want to spoil like they if they win, they win the division. Spoil them for me. Oh God. So, <laughs> hey, go ahead and spoil Jacksonville, bro. That's my my upset. I'm going with the Cardinals over the Seahawks because the Cardinals they've been bad, but like. They're low key, not that bad, bro. Like, I think the Cardinals got it this week. Mm. I see it. Um, yeah, it, it'll be a it'll be an interesting week eighteen for sure. Um, but with that with that being said, <laughs> we'll go with our guest first for hot take of the week. So, yeah, I'm going to tell you, so my hot take, I've had this hot take for a while. But, like, you know, I'm a Rocket fan. Okay. So my favorite Rocket player ever is Akeem Olajuwon. I honestly think Akeem Olajuwon is the best center of all time. Mm. Not the greatest center, but I believe Akeem Olajuwon is better than every center. And and I'm saying that because look at what he's won. He won two championships with an old – he had an old Clyde Drexler, Mm. and he Mm. had – what Otis Thorpe and a bunch of boys y'all don't even know. Mm. So I'm telling you, look, and he had to face the best of the best. It wasn't facing, he wasn't facing no trash centers. Like Shaq, you had an epic run. Shaq's run in the early 2000s, the most dominant run ever. But you can't name any. The centers he played in the finals was like, the best one was the Kevin Matumbo. The Kevin Matumbo ain't got no offensive game to save his life. So I'm He's saying, heating up! The centers back in the, in the 90s when he had to face David Robinson, he had to face Shaq, he had to face Patrick Ewing. Remember, this is David Robinson MVP. This is peak David Robinson. Mm. And this is probably peak Patrick Ewing. And he's cooking them boys. So he's facing probably the best centers because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who was, he play, who was he facing in the finals? Who was the centers he was facing in the finals? Who was Will Chamberlain facing in the finals? Who was Will <laughs> Russell facing in the finals? God. You don't know. You can't name me a lot of the players, they, a lot of the competent centers they playing. But Keem facing in the golden generation of centers, he beating them boys. If Akeem Olajuwon had what Tim Duncan had in terms of the talent that he had, and the consistency or any of these all-time greats. If Hakeem Olajuwon had a Kobe Bryant, if Hakeem Olajuwon had a Magic Johnson, if Hakeem Olajuwon had the uh, Spurs system with mm. Tony Parker, all them boys. Oh, my God. You tell me what would happen, right? He's not the greatest because championship rings rings happen, but the best, I'm picking Hakeem Olajuwon. That's my hot take. He's the best. Niggas on fire. Let this nigga cook. Let this nigga cook. I had a similar hot take some weeks back um, yeah. about about – um, Hakeem Olajuwon being in the same conversation as Shaquille O'Neal. That is not a blasphemous statement. Um, I think he's the more skilled yeah. player. But um, Shaq would tell you that. Yeah, you know, but Shaq, Shaq be on some hater shit. He pick and choose when he want to yeah. do this shit for real, for real. <laughs> he do, nigga he was do, hating he on do. Chet. Nigga was on hating on Chet like two days ago. Nigga, <laughs> nigga be on some weird shit. Jax, you, uh, hold on. <clears throat> Shout out my nigga Jax. All right, now my hot take, I'll be honest. I didn't have a hot take. Oh, my God. But then I was like, I think I got a hot take in my notes. And I did. (laughs) So my hot take is quarterback is not the most important position on offense no more. I think the most position on offense is a dynamic pass pass catcher now. Huh? Just, yeah, yeah, because look. Dak Prescott last year, he wouldn't, or 
you see how C.D. Lamb is going crazy right now. Without that, Dak wouldn't be having the season he is. Tua, right now, without Tyreek, he wouldn't be having the season that he is. Even Brock Purdy with Debo and even and Christian McCaffrey because he's a running back, but he's really a pass. He's really a receiver pretending to be a running back because there's no such thing as a white running back. Now, McCaffrey, he's, he, I think he's a pass catcher as well. I just think, like, at, having that dynamic person who – with the ball in his hands, can do so many different things because all the receivers I named, they're not just, they're not the traditional lineup at an X and just go run a, um, a vertical route or something. They, that's something they can do that's in their wheelhouse, but they're much better, you know, in motions, in the slot, playing in the backfield sometimes, running the ball, doing all types of things, even throwing the ball because McCaffrey done threw a couple of touchdowns. I think the dynamic pass catcher is the most important position on offense. And that's my hot take. Okay. Okay. That's an air ball. Man, oh, my fault, my fault, my fault. I didn't mean, I didn't mean, I didn't mean. I, didn't mean, I, didn't mean, I, I literally did not mean to push that. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, I was trying to, okay. I was trying to give you the, uh, I was trying to, I was trying to put, I was really trying to put this uh, bitch in there. I was really, hey, no dead ass. I was really trying uh, uh, <laughs> Nah, for real though. On some, on some uh, real. I just, yeah. I wanted an, I wanted an excuse to use it. But you was cooking low key. I ain't gonna cap. I ain't gonna cap. It was, it was, it was a fire take. Oh, now back, now back to what a real, you know, back to a real nigga. You know what I mean? <sighs> All right, man. Listen, man. Um, my hot take has been. It was kind of hard to describe my hot take at first, but I'm a, I'm gonna just cook real quick. I I I truly think they need to take a look at what's going on uh, post high school um, basketball. I think the G League Unite is the most overrated developmental league and team in, in basketball history, in sports history. There is no real development happening in the G League Unite. You look at any aspiring prospect, I think the G League Unite is keeping the NCAA um, like just in contention. Like they're keeping it as an option. Like, the horrible play of G League at night is, is, is still lighting a fuse and, and, and lighting something up that still gives niggas hope and, and chance that you, you can still, you know, go to college. They made it seem like the G League at night and overseas basketball was going to be the death of NCAA tourneys, all that shit. Niggas, niggas was not going to watch college basketball. And to be honest and fair, yes, men's college basketball hasn't been – you know, peak watch since probably Zion in 2018, 2019, that generational talent that we wanted it, you know, to convert into the NBA that hasn't happened yet. Yes, it has dipped. But I really want niggas to ask this real question. Who the fuck has been watching G League Ignite games? Who the fuck has been watching overseas basketball? These quote-unquote players that are, you know, super good, super talented, super quote-unquote generational it's not like you going and buying extra shit to go watch these niggas play either. You will just depend on House of Highlights, Bleacher Report, ESPN, anything social media to see something happen. Who the fuck was really watching Wimby games? Y'all weren't watching Wimby games. Y'all was watching Wimby highlights of this nigga doing one-legged three-point jump shots, uh, blocking shit, tween-tween Hesian against other French niggas, and, and, and saying wee-wee when, when the nigga just went and, and, and go for a layup. So there's nothing going on. When, when the, the, the best talent to come out of the G League at night has been 
Jalen Green. The second best one we hope will probably be Scoot Henderson. It's, it's slow and developmental. And then after that, you have Jonathan Kaminga. Then you have, like, you. It, it's just a, a horse drop-off after that. So you go from high school, these star players, you know, having a playing AAU-type basketball to go into the G League at night. The same G League at night that doesn't even complete for um, – complete. they don't even compete for the G League playoffs. They don't do playoff contention. So, again, more AAU basketball. Just more – you just doing – there's no real structure. And then you get a Jalen Green, and then you put that nigga on the Houston Rockets, and then you, you know – put that nigga in more AAU basketball situations for two to three years. And then you asking stupid ass questions like, why, why, why does Jalen Green look like this? Nigga been playing AAU basketball and doing whatever the fuck he wanted, wanted to do with no structure for what, five to six years. And now he's trying to relearn basketball. And now, you know, it's, it's give and pull, it's push and pull. It, you, you, they can't do everything for you. But to sit here and say that, you know, they was really finna be the dead. Like this is a real option. The NI the NIL deals kind of made this this conversation null and void. I don't see a lot of people opting out to go overseas in G League like that big push was in 2020. I still think that there will be uh, more kids that will end up going to a Duke, end up going to a Kentucky, end up going to a Syracuse or a USC, um, because ultimately there is still some sort of development happening there. You're just not going to be bullshitting and, and, and just doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Um, and still getting paid to a degree legally. So um, that's my hot take. It wasn't really the hottest of hot takes, but I do think that a lot of people have overrated uh, what the G League at night can't do um, or what niggas look like when they're playing a, you know G League at night talent and, and, and NBA G League talent. They're in the G League. They're in the G League for a reason. And every once in a while, you get a you know, a, a, a THT, um, Alex Caruso, a fucking Austin Reeves. But for the most part, you gonna get you gonna get bums. You gonna get niggas that are just not ready to be playing NBA level basketball. And that's my hot take. Makes sense. I feel you. I feel it. Yeah. G League night development's tough. Jalen Green, Scoot Henderson. They cooked Scoot Henderson. At the start of his season, he was. Mm. Nah, yeah, he was. I mean, it's a learning curve. It's like it, you're not going to be – just because you went to the G, the G League Ignite, that doesn't mean you're going to be more NBA ready than a nigga that just came straight from college. Just look at Brandon Miller right now. Like, he is proving the point that, okay, you can still go to college, and what, it don't matter who coming out of the G League Ignite, hey, I'm NBA ready. It, it don't really matter that – I went to Alabama. Uh, I, I've, I'm, I'm NBA ready. I have the skill sets to be NBA ready. So it's just funny hearing you talk about Brandon Miller. Um, if you go back to my, just... if you go back to earlier episodes, like <laughs> I wasn't really cooking that nigga like that for real. Like if you really, if you really, Gregory, I was cooking that nigga off the pot, on the pot, on record. All right, bro. Okay, well, on okay. record. Yeah. Look, look, look. Hey, man, look. Like like I said, like I said, like I said, you was Brandon Miller's biggest naysayer. Nah, but I was cooking, but I was cooking, uh, I was cooking Scoot Henderson too later on, off the record. I th- definitely called that nigga Emmanuel Moutier. but you know, like that's that's rough. That's rough. Tough. That is <laughs> tough. 
tough, nigga. That's, hey, man, that's fucking. The worst air ball we've ever seen. Maybe in the history of basketball. Maybe. Wide fucking open and wide left. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was super bad. But, yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this up, man. I really do appreciate you taking out the time once again to join the Play for Keys podcast. We appreciate you on here. Um, any last words that you have um, where you want niggas to follow you, um, your content, TikTok, any handles that you have, man? Yeah, man, we keep it simple. It's a JM Sports Factory. Go to Sports Factory Podcast. We got a lot of fun personalities. Got Cowboys fans, Texan fans, Jets fans, Broncos fans, um, Eagles fans as well. I know y'all hate the Eagles, so, you know, we got Eagles fans. We got all we got all the fan bases there. We talk all this shit in the world. We have the funnest time. So, hey, yo, JM Sports Factory on TikTok, Sports Factory Podcast. You look up on YouTube, the channel's JM Sports Factory. Come follow us, bro. We're going to have a fun time. The road to 1,000. We're at like 562, so it's a road to 1,000 subscribers. Shout out to you, brother. Shout out to you, man. Um, And, you know, any last words, Jax? I mean, hey, happy new year. It's going to be an amazing year. You already know. And like I like I always say, you know, you want to change your life, go out and do some life-changing shit, man. Mm. Real hey. one. And, you know, don't allow other niggas to write your story when God gave you the pen. And with that, we will see y'all niggas next week. Go, um, you know, go do some life-changing shit. Go go have a happy new year. And, um, you know, go get some new bitches. And we will... Beat the naysayers, bro. Beat, beat the, the naysayers. naysayers. Let, a, let, let the naysayers know. Let, let a the naysayer, naysayer know. <laughs> let, let a naysayer, naysayer know. <laughs> All right, we'll catch y'all niggas next week. Or y'all naysayers next week. Hold on. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, man, I really do appreciate you for having on, bro. I know it took a minute. Yeah, no but problem, man. Good that shit, was man. fun, though, man. It's definitely fun coming on here, man. You like, I, I be the host a lot. Obviously, I'm the host, period. So it's fun <laughs> to be. <laughs> it's, it's fun to be on the like, you know, just listening. You know, I have to come with topics. I get to listen and just you know talk without having to steer a conversation or nothing. It was just, it was fun, yeah, man. Nah, for real, man. We we definitely appreciate that. Um, Our technical difficulties. <laughs>